Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 444 Tuesday, January 26th. Today on the show, the Nashville Predators begin a critical two-game set with the Blackhawks. The Memphis Grizzlies continue to lose games to COVID, but we begin by talking with Banner Society's Stephen Godfrey about search firms, their value, and that one-time Tennessee AD Danny White fed him misinformation. The 440 is built every single morning by the Kingston Group, a Nashville-based custom home and remodeling firm. The Kingston Group knows that there can be a lot of apprehension when it comes to picking out someone to help I don't know, build a house or work on a major remodel for your home. But with the Kingston Group, there will be a thorough process to make sure that they're the right fit for you and that you're the right fit for them. It's all about alignment with the Kingston Group. Budget alignment, scheduling alignment, communication alignment, and it's what allows them to deliver a high-quality product on budget and exactly when they say they're going to do it. So check them out. BuildKG.com is the website. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. BuildKG.com. Obviously, the Tennessee Volunteers are in the throes of a coaching search. But instead of plane tracking or guessing at who may or may not be interested in the Tennessee head coaching job this morning, I want to play a slightly different angle for you guys. I want to dive into the process a little bit more, namely search firms and misinformation, specifically Danny White's history with savagely steering reporters away from the truth which means the candidate that's going to eventually get hired has probably never been mentioned by anybody. Search firms, the good ones, get a bad rap as being a superfluous expense that generally offers up obvious lists of candidates. But that really isn't the case. That really isn't what they do. So let's bring in Stephen Godfrey of Banner Society to give us some insight into two things. Number one, a quick story about the time Danny White intentionally misled him as a reporter, but also what exactly a search firm is doing right now for the University of Tennessee. So what search firms do is they don't tell you who they who, you, who to hire. But what they do is they show you the field and they show you what's available to you more than likely and people that they think would fit. The first thing they do is they interview you. OK, University of Tennessee, what are you looking for? Okay. What are your assets? What are your, what are your drawbacks, et cetera? And they go, Hmm. Okay. It's kind of like match.com or whatever. Like it's, you know, based on what you've told us, the algorithm kind of says this, they make it their jobs to go year round, just learning things, learning things about off field behavior, learning things about how organized someone is learning things about the way they run their program. And then they also do a tremendous amount of schematic breakdown. The good, the good search firms do so they do bring in wonks basically to break down like, hey, he's actually doing something really innovative here or, hey, this applies to the next level or, hey, you know, this offense that might work at the American Athletic Conference level, would it translate to the Big Ten or whatever? Like they want to be able to provide those answers. Right. So that's the work that they're doing. Um, as far as deliberate misinformation, I think I think 90% of the misinformation that gets peddled is not deliberately. I think people are so emphatic. And I think a lot of people want to believe they want to believe that they've got good information from their message board. Um, and so, you know, you, and you have to be really careful with that. I think rare is it rare is it that you actually get into like a, um, a rat fucking campaign, as I would say in politics. Like, I don't think that happens that much. I discredit everything on principle. Um, I, look, I botched one. I botched these. I botched one hire when I was starting out because an AD was purposefully feeding out misinformation. I'll tell you exactly who it was. It was Danny White at UCF. And 
there was a report out there that UCF had hired Dino Babers. This was like, this was, I, I was still on the national level. I felt like a cub reporter and I got fucked by, because he purposely fed it out to people. I probably, I, if I recall, it was an administration source or someone connected to it. But then also, and the here's the other thing you run into. You can have multiple sources, but you realize they all live in the same echo chamber. That's a dangerous, that's, that's one thing that it really scares me. So I fucked up announcing that Dino Babers was expected to be named head coach. I don't even know if I use the word expected. Um, expected has become a new buzzword in our, in our industry because we're all trying to hedge our bets now and not look like assholes. Evaluating it is very easy for me. I want a pile of evidence. And I mean a pile of sources, unless you're in the room. If you're in the room, that's different. Oh, gotta love Stephen Godfrey there. If you'd like to hear more flowery language from Mr. Godfrey about the dark art of hiring a college football coach, please, please go check out Lamestream Sports Podcast from the 440 Sports Network. I promise you, you will not be disappointed, and you'll get more than an hour of stories and insight just like that. Two things I want you to take away from his comments here. Number one, you simply cannot believe anything you see until it's officially being reported, especially with this particular athletic director, which to me is a sign that Danny White is in control. Number two, search firms are actually pretty valuable. No $200 million business in any industry would make a hire that could have 50, 60, 70 million dollars worth of impact, either negatively or positively, in a vacuum. You need vetting, you need information, you need data. Danny White needs to have the final say, but he also needs to have a supporting cast around him so that he can make the most educated decision possible. There simply is too much money on the line to do anything else. We have a few Nashville Predators notes today as we get ready for the first of two games against the Chicago Blackhawks starting Tuesday evening at 7 p.m. Central Time. First, there will be fans at Bridgestone Arena. A limited number of season ticket holders will be allowed to attend the two games against the Blackhawks this week as the team tries to safely allow people into the building. There will be a gradual increase in attendance, which seems like a smart decision. Personally, I felt totally safe on opening night, but there wasn't more than just players, families, and a few first responders in attendance. And as that number increases, so does my anxiety. I don't hate on people wanting to go to the games. I want to go. My four-year-old can't wait to go. And cases are trending down in Davidson County. But please, to all parties involved, Predators, the fans, the city, let's please be smart and careful about this. We are so close to the end of this nonsense. The NHL also made two small announcements concerning the Preds. First, the postponed game against Carolina last week has been rescheduled for Tuesday, March 2nd at 7 p.m. Central Time. Secondly, the NHL issued a statement about Predators rising star goaltender and taxi squad member Connor Ingram. The NHL League Players Association and National Hockey League announced that goaltender Connor Ingram of the Nashville Predators will be away from the team while voluntarily taking part in the NHL-NHLPA player assistance program. There will be no further comment. It is wildly irresponsible for me or anyone else to speculate as to why this is happening. It is intentionally vague so that Connor Ingram can handle whatever it is he needs to handle. So let's move on to the impact, which is short. The NHL is requiring, of course, that every team carries three goaltenders, and so the Preds will now need to find someone to put on the taxi squad behind UC Saros and Pecorine until Ingram can rejoin the team. Otherwise, that's about all your news for the National Predators. Just please, for the love of God, kill a penalty tonight. 
Sadly, right as they were beginning to play really good basketball, the Memphis Grizzlies ran headfirst into a COVID wall. After winning five straight games, the last two of which featured the welcome return of star point guard John Morant, played over 30 minutes in both of those games, the Grizz have had five consecutive games postponed, including Wednesday night's home game against Chicago. This brings the league's total up to 20 postponements so far this season. There are some protocols that have been updated as the league is trying to work with the players in an attempt to keep the season moving and as many games as possible happening. As of Monday, the league has not considered pausing the season as of yet. Yet being the critical word. It sure would be nice to see John Morant back on a basketball court. In other basketball news in the state of Tennessee, the Vols will try to snap their two-game losing streak by hosting the Bull Puppies of Mississippi State tonight at 6 p.m. Central Time. Before we wrap up the show today, I'd like to tell everyone about a little announcement coming up on all of the other great shows on this platform and remind you of the schedule. The Gold Standard is a Nashville Predators podcast with myself and the Athletics' Adam Vingan out every Wednesday. Fringe Element is for SEC football fans featuring guests from around the league and my co-host Aaron Dugan out on Thursdays. And Lamestream Sports features the Nashville banner Steve Cavendish, which is a show about sports, media, and business out on Fridays. Tune into all three shows this week, which you should do anyway, uh, but we will have a special announcement on all three shows coming up this week. We are very excited and grateful to all of you who have listened over these past few months, and we are excited about the stuff we've got coming for you guys Thank you all, and please share the shows with, you know, just one of your friends. It is vitally important to keep all this content free for all of you. The 440 is built every Monday through Friday by the Kingston Group. They are a locally owned, award-winning, custom home and remodeling firm. My family uses the Kingston Group. I, I think that's all you should need to know is that we use them, so I think you should use them too. And if you like the show and want to support the show, like the way the Kingston Group does, then you should go check out the website buildkg.com. They're all about building a partnership with their clients, setting expectations on the front end, and delivering a quality product on the back end. Check them out, buildkg.com. That's the Kingston Group, craftsmanship and care. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler.